Welcome to the Intersection of Faith and the Culture. It's Wall Builders. We are taking on the hot topics of the day from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective, and we're glad you're here with us. My name is Rick Green. I'm a former Texas legislator and America's Constitution coach. Honored to be here with David and Tim Barton. Of course, David is America's premier historian. I hope you have read some of his books or seen some of his videos. If not, check those out at wallbuilders.com today. Wealth of information there. And then, of course, Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders, and also a ton of great programs available there on their website. In fact, if you haven't watched One Room Schoolhouse, you ought to check that out there. Uh, there's so many things that you can do. So if you want to just start you know, chipping away at it, then visit the website today, read a couple of articles, watch a couple of the videos, just start to get that education. I, I realize sometimes when you, if you're new to this, if, if you're kind of just discovering a love of history and a love of the Constitution and, and kind of trying to figure out what makes a society work well, what do I need to do as a citizen to do a better job of, of influencing my family and my neighbors and, and, and the folks in my church, if you're just starting to do that, it can be overwhelming, and you're going, "Wow, <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot of stuff here. Where do I where do I start?" Well, I highly recommend starting to listen, obviously, to this radio program on a daily basis. We just give you 25, 30 minute chunks every day for five days a week. Uh, that's a fantastic place to start. But then also visit the website and just start perusing, and, and then look for a topic that really captures your attention and and seems like it would be interesting. Check that out today. Go to wallbuilderslive.com for the radio site and wallbuilders.com for our regular site. All right, David and Tim, we got Jerry Newcomb with us a little later. We're going to be talking about some new uh, video series that they've got coming out on education about the Founding Fathers and about about our founding documents. And, of course, we love that topic here at Wall Builders. It's, uh, it's, it's essential for a nation to get the good outputs. they got to get the good inputs, and we have to know what those good inputs are. We don't even know how America became great in the first place because we don't teach civics anymore. And if we don't know the formula, we can't reproduce the formula, which means we can't reproduce the good results of prosperity and liberty and all the things that we say that we want. So we love getting back to that founding formula. You know, it's interesting that so many Americans today uh, have built a lot of their view of America and of American history on sound bites that they've heard. And, and a good example of that is literally just wall builders. I mean, who we are as a group, um, we working with, with groups like American Journey Experience, Mercury One, and, and Glenn Beck and others, We've owned 160,000 items from American history, actual items, things from Columbus all the way through the Bible that landed on the moon with Apollo 14 and everything in between you can think of. And it's interesting that we're characterized by groups on the left, by Wikipedia, others, as having a a fake view of history, that we make this stuff up. Uh, You know, I don't know how you make it up when you own the actual stuff. And so that's why in our books, we, we do so much footnoting. But a lot of people simply don't even listen to what we have to say because they've read this soundbite that says, oh, these guys have a wrong view of history. Well, it's significant that when you go back and actually look at history and see what it says, it turns out that, you know, what we're putting out there is actually what happened. And the guys who reject that are the ones who have a wrong view. And I think we've shared this maybe once or twice before, but it's been a while. But go back to there was a a guy who challenged us. He was the the state leader of the ACLU in that particular state. He was an attorney. And he he read some of the religious stuff we had on on the Foundations of America. And it just so contradicted everything he had taught that that he sent us this letter. and, and, And he made it really clear that he was going to expose us. He was going to embarrass us. He was going to show how wrong we were. 
And so he took the book Original Intent, which I don't know, it's got probably 1,500 footnotes in it, and we date them back to original documents. He went through that book looking to find stuff wrong, and, and we go through dozens of old court cases and what the Supreme Court said and the state court said and what the legislature said at state and federal level about faith and Christianity and religion and schools and public, et cetera. And at the end of it, he, he actually wrote back, and he was, he was humble enough and honest enough to say, you know, he said, what you've got there, I've never heard, and, and it's irrefutable. It ended up that he became a Christian as a result of seeing all that history he had never seen before, and he ends up becoming a circuit judge. And so here's this guy who was on the wrong side fighting religion publicly every chance he got because he is absolutely convinced our founding fathers were secular. What they did was found a secular nation. And, and of course, we have actual documents. We get the founding fathers' own writings, so many of their publications, and so many things from the Continental Congress and from the U.S. Congress that say just the opposite. And when people don't know that, it's easy to get led astray. And that's where a whole lot of people are today. Even people who, who, who believe that America has a religious heritage, they're not really grounded in it the way they need to be. They can't really defend it. If someone comes up to them and says, no, you don't know what you're talking about. America was founded as a secular nation. It's hard for them to pull three or four tidbits out of history to prove otherwise. And so this is where knowing who we are as a people is so important. Uh, Mike Huckabee told me one time, he said, you know, he said, if you don't know your history, it's like having amnesia. You just kind of wander around. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you are. People kind of lead you around where they want you to go. And you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing. And, and America really does have amnesia in a lot of ways. And so that's why um, Jerry Newcomb, who, who's a good friend, he's he was working with D. James Kennedy back in the day when D. James Kennedy was one of the pioneer voices calling Americans back to a knowledge of their Christian heritage and history. He, he still is doing that. And so they've taken so much of that historical information they produced over the years, really great, high-quality stuff. Uh, they're on national networks and do really good work. But they've come out with really kind of the foundations of freedom uh, kind of kind of things, helping people understand who we are as a people, what we need to know about ourselves, helping us not have amnesia, helping us have confidence to be able to contend with those who want to rewrite history and actually go back and show what history actually happened. It's kind of like that ACLU attorney. Once you find out who we are, it'll turn you around and give you confidence and boldness and help you preserve what has made America great. So Jerry Newcomb, they're doing, they're doing great work, and, and now the new Foundations of Freedom series they have out. This is a really timely addition because of what's going on in the culture and the open attacks that are happening against our history and heritage. It's good for people to know who we are and who we've been so that we can defend that with confidence. Jerry Newcomb, our special guest. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back on Wobblers. This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. Many today wrongly claim our founding fathers were largely atheists, agnostics, and deists. Certainly some founders were less religious than others, but even they were not irreligious. Consider Benjamin Franklin, definitely one of the least religious among them, yet when the delegates at the Constitutional Convention hit an impasse in their deliberations, it was Franklin who called them to prayer, invoking numerous scriptures to make his point. As he reminded them, God governs in the affairs of men, and if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, 
they labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this. So even the least religious of America's founders urged public prayer and dependence on God. For more information about the faith of the Founding Fathers, go to wallbuilders.com. Welcome back to Wall Builders. Thanks for staying with us. Our good friend Jerry Newcomb back with us. Jerry, excited about the Foundation of American Liberty film series you guys are doing. Thanks for some time to chat about it today. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Hey, man, we we say this often around here that, that the petri dish where bad government grows is civic and biblical ignorance. If we don't know truth, if we don't know our history, we fall for the lies. Uh, you guys are continuing uh, the mission of D. James Kennedy to inform and uh, and get the truth out there in this uh, this new series that you're doing. You're, you're doing it in parts and in, in, in over uh, Independence Day and and July Fourth. You guys uh, released uh, some pieces of it. Catch us up on where you are and uh, what this seven part series is all about. Sure. Well, it's called the Foundation of American Liberty, uh, and it is seven-part series, one hour each of documentaries, and then there's also additional commentary bonus footage, at least, you know, in the DVDs of these programs. But basically the goal was to show how Christianity played a very pivotal role in the settling and then the founding of America. So the the very first one is on the pilgrims, and the second one is called A City on a Hill, and that gives an overview on the several different settlements after the pilgrims. Notably, the the Puritans, and uh, then after that, we deal with the beginning of wisdom, showing how the Bible was pivotal in American education. It was in order for children to be able to read the Bible for themselves, that public education, or at least education for the masses, let's put it that way, was implemented. That eventually led to public education, and now today, unfortunately, children aren't even allowed to, you know, learn about the Bible in the schools, which is totally out of step with our history. And by the way, education at the higher level, of course, was greatly influenced by Christianity. As you well know, all the great schools uh, were started, the, the colleges and universities, for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith, to borrow a phrase from the uh, Pilgrims and the Mayflower Compact. I mean, Harvard, Yale, Dartmouth, Princeton. In fact, the first and the only Ivy League school that was not explicitly founded for Christian purposes was Cornell, and that's, uh, you know, in the 1840s. So <laughs> then another episode deals with the road to independence and shows the the unknown connection between Christianity, including the ministers, and uh, the birth of America, for example, dealing with the Great Awakening and also dealing with the, the ministers, the role the ministers played uh, in the, you know, during the uh, American War Independence. And we also have a whole episode on George Washington, then an episode on the Declaration, and, an, and another one on the Constitution. Man, you guys, you guys are basically giving people what they didn't get in public school, for sure, and, and, uh, and maybe even most private schools today, but you're basically giving them you know, the, the history lessons that they need to, to educate themselves and their family. And, and, and if you know these, these stories, you influence the inputs better and, and get the good inputs instead of just putting the garbage in. So it's, this is vital for people to know, and we're always wanting people to grab more information, learn more information. So is it, it, it so far you've got four of the seven done? No, actually we have all seven of them done, but uh, six of the seven exists on DVD format. Oh, actually uh, already released. Okay, gotcha. Right, right, exactly. And and ProvidenceForum.org, 
that I, I am I have the privilege to be the executive director of that that was founded by Dr. Peter Loback and he generously gave it to uh, Coral Ridge Ministries, D. James Kennedy Ministries. So it's a it's actually a division of of the ministry where I've been working by God's grace for 38 years. <laughs> but uh, it's it's very exciting to me. And, and by the way, Peter Loback and I wrote a book about 15 years ago on the faith of George Washington. It's a real thick book, but it shows and documents beyond a reasonable doubt that George Washington was a devout 18th century Anglican and all that that entails. He read the Bible regularly and the the 1662 Book of Common Prayer in the you know, the Anglican tradition, which is a very godly book. In fact, I remember one of the lines we put in that book, uh, George Washington's Sacred Fire, is that if you were to go into the average Christian bookstore today and look at the average Christian book, and this shows you this was written 15 years ago, because you don't find these bookstores anymore, unfortunately, maybe online. And anyway, uh, the 1662 Book of Common Prayer was more orthodox, small o, then 95% of what you often find in these Christian bookstores today where there's so much pop psychology, unfortunately, you know, um, and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, very, the, little, very little depth. And by the way, you're right, Sacred Fire's bigger, big. I have, I have a bookshelf where it balances out. It's on one side of the bookshelf, and I have 42 <laughs> other books good. on the other side of it. No, <laughs> but no, you guys have done incredible work over the years. And, and, uh, and, and actually, I mean, that even what you just touched on is important. We don't have the depth to defend the faith or defend the faith, our faith's influence on the country and why it does produce a better society for everybody, Christian or not, yeah. it produces a better culture. And that's essentially the goal here is to get that, you know, that, that information and that depth and that, and that truth. And, and I would just say to the audience out there and to anyone, anyone listening, I mean, this is, everyone has a responsibility to do this. And so here you have, I guess you said it's a total of seven hours. You got seven different videos, an hour week each, man, just take a, you know, do one night a week with the family and over a course of seven weeks, you're going to get a wealth of information. Exactly. And at ProvidenceForum.org, you know, we explain how you can find these, you know, DVDs or resources. And, and major portions of these programs are already online, which is really a great way to do it. For example, as we've been unrolling these or rolling them out, uh, major portions have been showing on Truths That Transform, which is the, that's the flagship television program of D. James Kennedy Ministries, and uh, Dr. Robert J. Pacienza, who is now the senior pastor of Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church, he's the spokesman on uh, the Coral Ridge program. And so I'm I'm very excited about the whole series because I feel like a kid in a candy shop, you know, (laughs) going out there and just talking with all these different leaders and so forth. And and, uh, so we're just grateful for how it all worked out. But you know, at the end of the day, Rick, I think America can be summed up in two phrases, and this is what's so neat. Two simple phrases, self-rule under God. Amen. That's what the founders gave us. That's what the settlers of America you know, ultimately sacrificed for, and this is a great legacy. And unfortunately, those on the left don't like either of those phrases. They want to take it away from us, take away self-rule and take away the under God part. And, and if you take away God, then you really take away the source of our rights. That's right. And uh, in fact, in the, uh, the special that we just released, you know, at uh, July 4th time was endowed by their creator. We actually close with a little snippet from John F. Kennedy's inauguration, where in his, you know, his inaugural address, he says that 
we need to stand for what our forebears stood for. The rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. Amen. My good friend Bill Federer, who's one of the guests in this specials, these specials, he likes to say, hey, what the state giveth, the state can taketh away. And I think that's <laughs> absolutely true. It's so true. And I, I just think it's interesting, you know, for you to end with JFK like that. I mean, I remember the first time I went to, to Arlington Cemetery and over to the Eternal Flame, and you got all these quotes from him and speeches and whatnot chiseled in stone. And I'm sitting there reading all of it going, wow. I mean, he got it. He understood the importance of these things and, and faith in our in our foundation and, and in our country. And it just, it man, I mean, just getting back to that, because you nailed it. I mean, if it, so you said, you know, self-rule under God. If you take the under God part out, the self-rule thing turns into chaos. That's essentially what Washington warned us about. And uh, so even those that are have kind of been in the middle or even maybe, you know, pure libertarian, they want the self-rule part, but they don't want the under God part. I think the chaos in the culture right now is waking them up and they're going, okay, we missed something in the formula and and they're they're hungry so here in this series they can figure out okay what is the formula what's the secret sauce that made america work so well and get back to those those foundational beliefs so i think that's what you're providing people yeah and in in the episode of city on a hill goes with it, it really starts with uh, actually with ronald reagan <laughs> where he's talking about you know the that the that famous phrase and so forth but it it begins really in boston and then it closes uh, with William Penn and his experiment. William Penn, I think, is a very important man uh, when it comes to American freedom because he he basically set aside, uh, you know, when he was given the opportunity to have all this land, he set aside this huge colony in what he called the Holy Experiment. And the idea was to build a colony based on Christ's golden rule. You know, Matthew seven twelve. whatever you would want others to do to you, you do unto them. And in this holy experiment, people could be free to worship God in whatever particular denomination they chose. And, uh, you know, they could worship Jesus this way or worship him that way and so forth. And people wouldn't be, uh, you know, persecuted for their religious difference, which they then eventually extended to people of faith of different, you know, denominations and so forth, then of other religions, and then people of no faith. And as Bill Federer likes to say, well, the last ones in the boat are saying, hey, it's too crowded in here, and they're trying to throw off overboard the first ones who started the whole thing. <laughs> right. The, the Christians that, that started religious freedom. So it, it, it's interesting how you, when you look at the way the left responded and reacted to these recent Supreme Court decisions, which were wonderful decisions, many of these, yeah. you know, like the religious liberty decisions and so forth. And the left was having such a cow, they weren't even thinking in terms of, well, we've got to somehow thwart this illegitimate court, supposedly. You know, they don't like the ruling, so they call it an illegitimate court and so forth. <laughs> right. And, you know, bottom line is, these, you know, the, the justices were essentially going back to the Constitution, going back to as... as David Barton calls it original intent. You know, yeah. his classic book is called that. And um, so bottom line is, you know, the founders intended that we would have this, you know, religious freedom. They did not intend America to be a secular wasteland. They certainly did not want any one denomination to lord it over all the others, and nor do we want that. That's right. But we certainly need to realize that without God, uh, we are 
you know, we lose our liberties. As, as Patrick Henry put it, it is when a people forget God that tyrants forge their chains. Oh, that's it. That, oh, that's a great summary, man. That's a great way to end it. I mean, that's it. That's so good. So good. Folks, you got to learn. You got to study. You got to be students of freedom if we're going to pass this thing on. ProvidenceForum.org. ProvidenceForum.org is the, is the website. Jerry Newcomb, God bless you, brother. Thanks for giving us some time today, man. Thank you, Rick. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with David and Tim Barton. Hey guys, we want to let you know about a new resource we have at Wall Builders called The American Story. For so many years, people have asked us to do a history book to help tell more of the story that's just not known or not told today. And we would say very providentially in the midst of all of the new attacks coming out against America, whether it be from things like the 1619 Project that say America is evil and everything in America was built off slavery, which is certainly not true, or things like even the Black Lives Matter movement, the organization itself, not not the statement Black Lives Matter, but the organization that says we're against everything that America was built on and this is part of the Marxist ideology. There's so many things attacking America. Well, is America worth defending? What is a true story of America? We actually have written and told that story. Starting with Christopher Columbus, going roughly through Abraham Lincoln, we tell the story of America not as the story of a perfect nation or a perfect people, but the story of how God used these imperfect people and did great things through this nation. It's a story you want to check out. Wallbuilders.com, The American Story. We're back here at Wobblers. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks to Jerry Newcomb and uh, and this new project. We'll have links at our website today so that you can go get access to these videos. Uh, Tim, of course, we you know we we do a lot of this stuff ourselves as well. But I love having other people out there producing great content. Lord knows the left it inundates people with the wrong history, right, and rewriting history. We need more and more of this in the hands of of believers across America so that they can get those foundational beliefs David was talking about earlier. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And one of the things that uh, most parents have discovered uh, as their kids get older, uh, there are times, whether it is in sports, uh, whether it's in church and there's a Sunday school teacher or a youth pastor or somebody along the lines, but there's usually those moments when I was a youth pastor for nine and a half years. I was a coach, a varsity coach of several different uh, teams over the years for a lot of years. And, and there's those moments when a parent will come to you and they'll say, you know, my child came home, my son or daughter came home and they said, you told them this brand new thing. I've been telling them that for seven years <laughs> right. and they're pretending like they heard it for the first time from you. The reality is that one of the, the reasons it's so good to have friends and allies as we are fighting to preserve truth, to, to teach truth, to preserve the constitution is because at, at times there's just, there, there's certain people that will help you understand it in a, a way that maybe you haven't understood it before. And so this is certainly something that we are not at all insecure about people that want to do some of the things that, that we know God's called us to do, because we also know God hasn't called us to run this race alone. We've just been called to run this race with perseverance as we fight to do this. So I'm super encouraged that they are, are, are taking a step to try to make some of this available to people that are in their sphere of influence, people that, that certainly many of the people they'll reach are people that we wouldn't reach. And this is where we would encourage all of our listeners, all the people out there right now to, to find ways that you can grow in some of this area. Find teachers and coaches that can help you in some of these areas. And certainly we have things like Biblical Citizenship and Constitutional Live and, and, and the Wall Builders website. And there's so many things that we have that we would encourage people to, to learn from and go through. Dad, you mentioned original intent. 
uh, early on in this program as kind of a foundational text. Yes, it is. It's actually a pretty meaty text. Uh, there's there's a lot of content in there. It's not an easy read. If you want an easier read, go to the American Story. Nonetheless, there is so much content there, and it, it might be that that somebody else's voice helps more in this scenario. So we are definitely uh, willing and, and happy to encourage people along these lines. And you know, Dad, we we were talking about it during the interview. Some of the things he was pointing out that, that the foundation of America, that those those two two things that kind of set America apart. These are things that that certainly are unique in America to a lot of extent and things that should be remembered going forward. You know, those those two landmarks, Tim, you mentioned that that of self-rule and, and that of under God. The reason I, I was just thinking, just sitting here listening to you, that I recall back when I rode horses a lot and we would ride through the mountains and we would go into really rough and rugged areas. And we try to go in where people hadn't been, essentially, or we couldn't tell they'd been there. And what you always had to do is you had to get a landmark on the horizon somewhere and ride toward that landmark. Because as you're weaving around trees and crossing creeks, and as you're going around boulders, you, you kind of lose your direction at some point. And if you can't look up and find the, the far distant peak and mountain, you kind of get off course. You can have a compass, but we generally went without compasses and just used land navigation. And those two distant peaks would be to, to look up and remember that everything is built around under God and self-rule. And so when, when you think even something like COVID, we should have gone under God and self-rule. Oh, COVID, this is not self-rule. Uh, the same thing when, when we get the secular stuff, we say, wait a minute, under God, those are two landmarks to go back to time after time after time again. And if we do that, that'll help us keep on track with what we need to do politically and educationally, philosophically, religiously, everything. Those are two good landmarks to keep in mind. All right, folks, thanks for joining us today on the Wallbuilders Show. You can get more of our programming at our website, wallbuilderslive.com. There's an archive section there if you enjoyed today and you want to just go grab some of the previous programs from a few months back. You can listen to some Good News Friday programs, Foundations of Freedom Thursdays, and then Monday through Wednesday we have great interviews just like we did today. And then also consider signing up as a Constitution coach and hosting some of our classes in your home or in your living, you know, right there in your house, is, I think is the best place to do it. But you can also do it at your church fellowship hall or local library or wherever you like. Just get people educated, folks. It's, we have all got a role to play in this. And if you want to be a Constitution coach, we give that away to you for free. You can do that today at constitutioncoach.com. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to The Wall Builder Show. We stand undivided.